Welcome to How's the Market, our weekly real-time look at what's happening in the U.S. housing market, powered by data from Altos Research. We talk here about the latest data, and if you want to see all the charts, all the inventory, prices, supply and demand that we reference in the show, head over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Altos Research, and enjoy the data. Available inventory of homes on the market actually fell this week as American home buyers continue to defy expectations. Even as difficult affordability curtails some demand, new supply remains incredibly restricted. Home prices, which are flat to down year over year, are inching up each week too. So that's just right alongside this su surprising supply and demand equation. Every week, Altos Research tracks every home for sale in the country. We analyze all the pricing, all the supply and demand, all the changes in that data, and we make it available to you before you see it in the traditional channels. I'm Mike Simonson. I'm the founder at Altos Research. Let's look at the data for May, we're already in May, 2023. So available inventory of homes for sale, single family homes for sale, dipped this week to 419,000. It was a small drop, but a decline nonetheless. Inventory will likely climb again next week, but it is yet another indication that we have very few sellers and more buyers than the supply will allow. Inventory, the inventory difference from last year continues to shrink. See the dark red line for this year compared to the light red line from last year in this chart. Uh, it could be as early as July when we have year-over-year -year declines in inventory. And we started the year with 75% more homes on the market than the year before. Because last spring, inventory was climbing 4, 5, 6% per week. Uh, at the time, the brakes had slammed on demand and, and there were still sellers trying to squeeze in uh, before rates jumped too far, too fast. Uh, and at the time, the data was, that data was looking very bearish for home prices and we thought that we might finally get back to normal levels of inventory uh, of homes to buy. Uh, it was just skyrocketing each week last year. Uh, so we started the year thinking that inventory could continue to grow with a slowing economy, for example, and get close to maybe eight, the seven, 800,000 levels that it used to be. Uh, but those hopes are essentially gone now. Uh, that's why it's pretty hard to understate this market turnaround that we've had this spring. It was just February, we had 79% more listings on the market than a year earlier. That difference is down to 37% now. There are still 37% more homes on the market now than last year at this time. The difference is compressing so quickly though that you could imagine it might be as soon as July when, when we have fewer homes on the market now than last year. Negative year-over-year -year change by July. And that's uh, shocking to me. I never saw it coming, but here we are nonetheless. Uh, we still have eight to 10 more weeks of the, the normal seasonal inventory growth period, which you know typically peaks July 1. Um, and yet inventory is not really growing right now. This is the normal growth time. Only 77,000 new listings this week with 19,000 of those already in contract. The, in this chart, the, each bar is the total new listings for volume for, for a week. And you, you can see how 
it's now May, but the total volume of new sellers really is, is more like February or March would normally be. Last year, the first week of May, there were 105,000 single family homes listed. This, this, uh, that's 26% fewer homes now than last year. Uh, and, and that's why I say this is a supply constrained market. So even though affordability is significantly more difficult for buyers now, there are sufficient buyers at these prices, at these rates for the very few homes that are available. The light red portion of the bar in this chart are the immediate sales, 19,000 of those this week. That's fractionally fewer than the past couple of weeks, but it shows us that there, there, there is home buyer demand in addition to that limited supply. There are so many signals in the active market, all the surprises in the inventory. We're gonna cover all of those details in our monthly webinar this Thursday, May 11th, uh, we'll spend time in the local markets because the local markets are behaving very differently from one another. And we'll talk about the psychology of the buyers and sellers right now. So if you need to understand what's happening in the market and communicate about what is actually happening to buyers and sellers, uh, you should join us for the webinar this Thursday. There's a link in the description below. Click that to register. These are limited to a thousand attendees and they fill up quickly. So you can still reserve your spot. Click that. Join us Thursday, May 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific. The rest of May should lead to more price reductions, a few more price reductions. Homes that got listed in April and are still on the market now take a price cut. So price reductions ticked up a fraction this week to 29.4%. That's more, of course, than the crazy pandemic years where people were buying everything and no price reductions at all. But it's still fewer than 2019. So when you compare this year's price reductions curve to previous years, you can see that since our inventory was so late in coming this year, the price reductions are hitting later too. So however, demand is pretty quick for the limited supply. And we can see that um, the, that fact very clearly illustrated in this price cuts trends data. Look at the curve from last year. That's the light red line. Each week we had a ton more price cuts. We could see how, see how, how it was rising so rapidly. Inventory was building at that time and demand was frozen solid. So sellers know this, you know, and they cut their prices. Like that price cuts were accelerating last year. Uh, spring price reductions translated into lower sales transaction prices that you know the transactions that close in in August and September. This year, price cuts have been dramatically fewer and slower to arrive. This is yet another really clear signal that buyer demand is sufficient for the current number of sellers. Uh, when economy and affordability curtail buyers again, sometime in the future, you'll see the price reductions accelerate again. So if your hypothesis is that the economy or the overleveraged consumer or student loans or inflation or whatever stops home buyer demand, you'll see the price reductions data turn higher, just like it did a year ago when that finally hits. Uh, and, and you can really see it in, in March last year and again in September last year. So keep your eyes out for that 
if what you're expecting is the economy to turn this market softer again. You'll see it here. So given the low available supply and the active levels of demand, it's actually no surprise that home prices are actually ticking up. You know, you'd expect that for the spring and the seasonal peak we're nearing. The median price of single family homes in the US this week is $449,000. That's up a fraction from last week. And it's still a touch higher than last year at this time. But the, that, that annual price gain is shrinking. And it's basically unchanged year over year. Um, we've been talking about this phenomenon for a few months. It'll keep shrinking until July, uh, which was when we had the first downturn of prices last year. The median price of the new listings popped a little bit this week to 419970 this could be sellers that you know know the demand is out there, but I don't think it's a strong trend. You know, while the new listings price is up a couple percent from last week, it's also a few percent lower than last year at this time. So two of the three Altos price measures are lower than last year at this time. One is higher. Uh, sometimes when we 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 talk about the, this restricted supply and sufficient demand, people assume that I'm saying that, that home prices must also be jumping, but that's not what we're seeing in the data. Uh, that last year, you know, home prices in April and May were still tied to the peak of the, the pandemic buying frenzy. They were still rising at this point last year. And this year, the price signals are just much weaker. Uh, this year, we can see that uh, the demand at these prices and these mortgage rates, but there's little or no evidence of, of prices really jumping from here. Uh, so we have a few more weeks of seasonal price climbs, but that seasonality is not particularly notable. It's not, not unseasonably strong. The, uh, the median price of the homes in contract ticked up this week, inched up just a tiny bit to 380,433. So that's up from last week. It's lower than last year again. So 2.2% home prices of the homes in contract are 2.2% lower than last year at this time. Remember that the homes in contract now will close in May, June, July. So the headlines you'll hear in July and August will still be talking about home price declines year over year. Those declines took place actually last fall. So, and, and it's the annual comparisons that are lagging. Um, I actually can imagine that by, by July of this year, uh, we could be back to year-over-year -year price gains. You know, if you look at the, the, the curve of the pendings here, uh, that information would start to show up in the headlines much later in the year. So it'll be really interesting to see if we end 2023 with home price gains. Uh, we're still expecting home prices to, to decline slightly for the year, uh, but but in June and July, we'll start to see the first really opportunity for that story to change. If the economy holds up, for example, 2023 could end up with home price gains. If the recession finally hits, you could imagine how a late year dip would then keep the, that stop our home price momentum and, and keep us flat to negative in home prices for 2023. The data I've been talking about here is national and there are definite differences in the local markets. Some are not faring as well as the national trend. So if you need to know what's happening in your local market, go to altosresearch.com and book a free consult with our team. We'll help you communicate 
about what's happening in the crazy market. And this is really a critical time to keep your buyers and sellers informed about the market. So please join us. And don't forget that Thursday, May 11th, 10 a.m. Pacific is the webinar where we do all of the details in a ton of local markets. So, so click the registration link below to join us for that. All right, see you Thursday, more next week.